You're listening to Every Song Has a Story, an independent podcast that aims to provide a platform for artists to talk about their inspirations and their unique process of writing songs. Big City Productions is committed to carrying on the conversation about local art and culture in your community. Hey, how's it going? Welcome to our new podcast. My name is Katie, and right here beside me is Corbin. Thank you for joining us. We're working on a few questions that we can ask songwriters to help us discover the secrets of writing a song. We're going to try to find the best songwriters we can and bring them to you. We're going to try to reveal some of their tricks and maybe learn a few things from them. Today, we have a Canadian songwriter who's been releasing music since 2009. He has been nominated for multiple awards by the Saskatchewan Country Music Association, including Song of the Year, Album of the Year, and Video of the Year. He's no stranger to telling a story. Lately, he's been hitting the road. He was nice enough to fill us in on a few of his techniques and share his inspiration for his latest single. Thank you again for joining us. We hope you enjoy the show. Head over to our Instagram at Every Song Has a Story. Help us out. Tell your friends. Maybe grab a t-shirt. We're an independent podcast and we plan to keep it that way. They hear the wind howling. They couldn't really sleep because you know you're going to get called out in a few hours. So I just kind of go off what's in my heart. About two o'clock in the morning, and I just picked up my guitar and I was just sitting there in the dark. So it's like throwing a baseball up in the air and wherever it lands, it lands. So it generally just comes from within. Hi, it's Will Ardell, and I'm from Kenniston, Saskatchewan, and today we're talking about my latest single, Songs in the Dark. Could you describe the day that uh, the idea for the song came to you? I was uh, actually on call. I was working for the Ministry of Highways, and there was, a, it was a, quite a big blizzard over that weekend, but it was the Saturday night. Um, and you hear the wind howling, they couldn't really sleep because you know you're going to get called out in a few hours. So I just kind of got up out of bed and I uh, put the coffee pot on. It was about two o'clock in the morning and I just picked up my guitar and I was just sitting there in the dark. Basically just uh, started strumming a few chords and that's kind of where the lyrical and and melody came to me was in that moment. And um, I finished a few, I think the first verse and the chorus, the first chorus I finished in that and then when I got Eventually, they get called out, and I got home that night, I think around 7 or so, or 7 or 8, and, and I finished the rest of the song, but that's kind of where that hook came from, and it was literally, like I said, written in the dark. And what came first, the music or the words? I think a lot of times for me, it's often the music, and then I'll try to suit the lyrics to that. Um it's kind of a weird process sometimes. There's there's times they will probably do both at the same time. I'll often make like dummy lyrics, they call them, where they don't make any sense, but they give me kind of idea of the melody behind the chord progression. Um, and if I find a hook in my head, or like for that example, for that night, um, that was kind of the hooks at writing songs in the dark, and I just kind of work backwards from that and then try to write a story and try to write something that was... Um, 
you know, perhaps peaceful and dreaming of those better summer days at some point. And yeah, it just, it, it often tends to be the music though first. And do you write in silence or like with background music going? No, it's usually always in silence. I, I honestly don't have a lot of music going when I'm, when I'm writing because I find it tends to distract me. So I just kind of go off what's in my heart or in my, uh, my thoughts and that's kind of where it comes from and what did you learn when you were writing this song uh i learned i wish i could play better <laughs> but for the most part it's i don't know i think you learn in every song to some respect i guess i never really thought of it that way um i can't say it you know from a perspective i I often challenge every time when I write a song to try to do a different melody or do something a little bit different. Um, I think the whole song process when we got recording, I learned to change a few things on it to make it perhaps a better song from the production standpoint. Um, I think that's where I would have learned a lot more. Did you write this song with a specific audience in mind? No, I actually, I don't really. Um, I, I think that a lot of times it just pours out of me and I, wherever it lands, it lands. So it's like throwing a baseball up in the air and um, that's just kind of how it works, wherever it lands, it lands. So I don't really try to target specific audiences so much when I write. I think a lot of it, it's, it's very based on emotive kind of writing or inspiration. So... I don't specifically target a lot of audiences and sometimes it works out good. Sometimes it works out, you know, not so well, but, um, it's generally just comes from within. And when you listen back to the song, what part continues to resonate with you? I think blame it on that wild Western wind, the poetry of a madman beneath my skin. Cause I think that something I kind of, you know, over the years, I <clears throat> perhaps been a little reckless and I've always had a little different viewpoint on things. So you kind of feel like you're a little bit perhaps different in a way. So for the words, they often just exist under my skin and running through my veins. And that perhaps sounds cliche and silly, but um, I think those two lines resonate with me a lot. Have you ever performed this song? Yeah, I've, I've performed it so quite a few times over the last uh, year. I think in, in every show that I've done, I've been doing a lot of uh, acoustic singer-songwriter shows. Uh, a fellow by the name of Burke Jodwin and myself, we've been doing the Blackbird Sessions the last year and a half. And it's been really good because it's an opportunity for us to talk about the songs and how we wrote them like we were talking tonight here. And, um, I performed it almost in every show that I've done in the past year. And uh, the response has been very, very nice. And what was the most challenging aspect of getting this song ready to record? The most challenging aspect, um, just finalizing the arrangement, uh, kind of figuring out what direction I want to go with the production on it. And I've been really trying to keep my songs so they translate very well, even if it's just me and an acoustic guitar. So it's just that kind of stuff was probably the most challenging. Lyrically, it wasn't, it, it flowed out pretty well. So that wasn't a huge challenge. Um, 
yeah, it's mostly just on the production side and the direction we want to go with the sound. Where was this song recorded? It was recorded at Skull, uh, Skull Creek Studios with Aspen Beverage in uh, in Watchers. <laughs> and I worked with Aspen, uh, well, I think on every single since about 2015, and he's done all the latest album stuff. So uh, one of the greatest friends I have in the industry and a, a hell of a producer and, and a, a hell of a musician. So I've, I've been very honored to work with him and, I hope to continue in the future doing many, many more projects with them. Did anyone accompany you on this song for the recording? Uh, that song, it was just uh, myself and Aspen uh, that, that did everything on that. Uh, Aspen's a multi-talented musician, so he plays a lot of different instruments. And myself, I do acoustic and vocals. and yeah. So it was just uh, just the two of us in the studio. Were there any uh, recording tricks or unique production tricks that you used when you were tracking this song? Uh, we were thinking about, like, during the bridge, of uh, perhaps making it more of a spacey feel. But we kind of tuned that back a little bit. But it was things we had kicked around. Uh, there wasn't anything over the top. We kept it very simplistic yet, you know, fashionable in a sense. And like I said, I wanted it to translate to the uh, stage acoustic show just a single guitar like myself a lot of times what I'm doing I wanted to translate that very well so I didn't want to overproduce it in a lot of ways and when you're thinking back to the recording session um, is there anything funny that comes to mind uh, <laughs> I guess there's there's always things you know you miss a note or just things like that but uh, it was it was a pretty when Aspen and I get in the studio, it's always a fun and lighthearted event, but we're obviously very serious about trying to bring out the best product. And uh, I wouldn't say there was anything specifically funny. It was just, uh, it's always been a really good time with him in the studio, and, and it will always continue to be like that. So where's the best place we can find this song to listen to? Uh, everything right now of, of all my stuff including that one is there's uh, spotify itunes all your digital distribution formats you can download it you can stream it uh depending on your preference of poison or you can always uh, come to a live show whenever i play and you can follow me on uh, my social media facebook at willardell music and instagram and all those uh, down the line of social media so that would be the best place to either stream, download, or listen to the song live. Where do you listen to music? I honestly like going to live shows because it's supporting the artist. Um, it's getting to see them in person, and there's it's hard to beat the dynamic of a live show. Uh, I don't stream a lot. I, I think I've downloaded a few over the course of my, my life. I prefer to actually buy the albums and I like to go to the shows because that supports the artist and it's also you like I said you just can't beat the live environment and what can we expect from you in the future uh, right now I'm working on finishing this uh, the album called The Truth and hopefully in the next few months it'll be finished and released in the uh, spring of 2023 here I've got a few shows lined up over the course of the uh, December into the February range, and I will be releasing the details of that uh, in the near future. I guess I've won on uh, December 16th in Regina at the Warehouse Brewing Company. It's uh, 
with a few of our Saskatchewan artists we're kind of a singer-songwriter night and those are all posted on my social medias uh, if folks are in the Regina area or want to travel to Regina for that evening it'd be a wonderful time alright so a hypothetical question now if uh, you got asked to do a big show you could have anyone join you that you wanted to that you know is that a big venue a lot of pressure who would you call I think I would called jamie johnson he was one of the guys that really got me back into country music in the 2000s um as a songwriter i always always felt him to be top notch it's kind of a hard thing to actually say that because uh, there's jason isbell there's tyler childers right now there's cody jinks all these guys that are uh phenomenal and even the ones in our own province so i don't know if i have a really 100 percent answer but jamie johnson was one that I was always always looked up to as a songwriter and his style. Um, I would definitely love to or love to play a show with him someday. And what advice would you give to anyone starting out as a songwriter? I think work on work on the things like being recognized as a good writer, um, and perhaps being you know in this business for ten years. I I started out and I was writing perhaps a lot of shallower stuff and the, the production wasn't strong and and the lyrically some of it was good some of it wasn't as good as it could be so i think it's important to work on your chops as a writer and and to be to have your music stand the test of time and have your lyrical ability stand the test of time because um that's that's truly what's what's going to measure you in the end would you like to give a shout out to anyone or anyone that you think is worth listening to? I'd give a shout out to, you know, everyone that's out there doing it their own way and doing it without boundaries. Um, I won't specifically name anyone because there's, there's a ton of great Saskatchewan artists out there and I could go on forever with that. There's also a ton of, a ton of artists in Canada and the U S that are really good, but I I'd like to give a shout out to any any musician or artist that is doing it their own way in the best way that they can and uh, doesn't compromise. You hear the wind howling, they couldn't really sleep because you know you're going to get called out in a few hours. So I just kind of go off what's in my heart. About two o'clock in the morning and I just picked up my guitar and I was just sitting there in the dark. So it's like throwing a baseball up in the air and wherever it lands, it lands. So it generally just comes from within. Hey, this is Will Ardell, and you're listening to Every Song Has a Story with Big City Productions.